Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge, defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about Lasaka life looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better watch your back or vibe or rings gonna reach you. Will this team find the light or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of a Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, civil unrest in the city of Qualus reached a boiling point as the new leaders Alina and Pathrin stepped into power. Together they prepared the humble rebellion for the final confrontation, for the taking of the Reeves' mansion. Meanwhile, Koba, Kesh, Skip, and Hillary laid plans of their own. While the rebels kept the Guardian forces busy, they would take on the Reeve himself. Then they rested up and healed as much as time allowed, knowing that fighting Markov would be a sore trial. Can they be truly prepared to face the learner of the Jedi they, too, follow? Find out on this week's episode, Unstoppable Force. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper Adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brooke. This is Act 1, Episode 13, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Hello there! I'm Skip Gobi, a Kaleran Seeker Hermit, and if I personally were giving my grand monologue to a group of plucky heroes, I would have added more smoke effects, honestly. I mean, I think that showmanship is probably really important, and you know, I could have been more impressed. I'm Kesh, and monologues are dumb. I don't think that Hillary would agree with you. Oh! Heavens no. There's always a place for a good monologue. Uh, but I'm inclined to agree with you. This was a bit, I'd say maybe a little menacing, um, but it did lack in the panache. But I'm Hillary, and I could give a killer monologue. But not literally, a figuratively killer monologue. Only if maybe there were some pyrotechnics. I bet Koba doesn't need pyrotechnics. Just smooth jazz. <laughs> I once killed a man with a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Weaponized monologue. No one here is surprised by that fact. It was him or me. It was one of those moments where your entire life flashes before your eyes and you think, is this it? This all has this all been leading up to this stupid grove of trees on Dantooine? Uh. I have some questions about logistics. I'm pretty sure I'm going to die listening to one of Koba's monologues. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Uh. Well, you know that's a good question. What is your what is the Trandoshan lifespan anyway? <laughs> Wait, that was a rude question, wasn't it? Never mind, I'm sorry. It, it's <laughs> about 60 or 70 years. Oh gosh, so you might. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, how old do you think I am, Skip? I'm gonna guess... I don't know, whatever you just said, that sounds about right. 
Uh, 60 or 70 years. (laughs) (laughs) Charming. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another question. And now it's Cash's turn. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. No, Cash Cash asks Skip how old (laughs) Skip thinks she is. Yep, it's done. That was the question. Uh, Actually, Cash has another question. I don't know. I don't know if that's legal. (laughs) No, we only do it every time. So, Skip, Uh last time you showed that you were skilled in one area to everyone's great surprise. So my question to you is, where did you learn to shoot like that? I mean... I've been on my own for quite a long time, and as much as I don't love having to, you know, kill things unless I don't have to, you know, you still have to hunt and and stuff. I, I don't know. I feel bad about it. All right, I, you know, no, no, don't, I, don't feel bad about it. Hunting is your birthright. It's a perfectly normal thing to do and you should be proud of your work and your skills skip i apologize every time no don't 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 okay i do like you better now ouch skip looks concerned (laughs) better than what is this what Trandoshan parents mean when they tell their children they need to have the talk? Yes, it's a, that they're not killing enough. So, uh, audience, our destiny pool for this session consists of two light side points and three dark side points. I had nothing to You're do welcome. with it. You're uh-huh. welcome. You had one dark side to do with it. Uh-huh. There you go. Take it away, Ben. The Reeves Manor is by far the largest building in the bowels of the tree city. Although it was originally a single massive orb of wooden wood, it is clear where Markov has added to the original structure with rooms, towers, balconies, and two extra levels. The manor is accessible by a single wide bridge. Wait, that is, this is not the right one. Uh, I'm going to keep going, though. Single wide bridge. In the nearby branches sit several adjacent guardhouses, servants' quarters, and a private traffic stable, all conveniently accessible from the main house. Guards stand at the main entrance and patrol along the walkways of the complex. Markov's dwelling looks prepared for a siege, as the hunters of Quolas start their advance. As the four of you enter the great hall of the Reeves estate, flanked by guards, a Mary Allen waits for you, his hands clasped behind his back, a fine purple cloak around his shoulders, his dark hair is graying at the temples, and his eyes are sunken, his face creased seemingly before his time. The man observes coldly as he greets you. Welcome. Welcome to my home. I am Jell Markov, Reeve of Quolas. I trust you have enjoyed your stay in my city? I would say it's left some things to be desired. If we're being honest. Oh, and what might that be? Kindness? Freedom? Uh, maybe not a power-mad outsider 
running the show. Hmm. I see. People not living in fear. Um, people not being abducted. People not living in fear of being abducted. Is this banter really necessary, Hillary? Well, I'd honestly prefer that we delay the violence until we can maybe... I don't know. Not have to deal with it. But that depends on our host here. Very well. We'll try it your way. Oh, why, thank you, Kesh. Kesh will take a step back, but she she's staring down Markov the entire time the two of them are talking. Hmm? Um, Hillary will take a step forward, and he will stop addressing Markov. What are you doing with this person? He's looking at the Sithari guards flanking their um, despot. Would you say he's a despot? He sounds pretty despotic, yeah. I mean, you could say he's a despot. Jerk. The jerk in charge. What are you doing with him? Have you not seen what he has done to your home? What he has done to your family, your friends, your community? This place should be beautiful and vibrant, but it's, it cannot grow because someone, quite honestly, will not let it grow as it should. You live in a tree. You should appreciate what freedom of growth can do and how you can expand and build together in peace. You don't have to do this. Uh, Hillary will look at his, his party real quick. You can walk away. We won't stop you. Kind of a nod at Cash, like, we won't stop them, right? <laughs> Cash actually will, like, take a step to the side and even gesture with a clawed hand back behind her, like, there's your exit. Okay. Hmm. Ben, out of curiosity, how close are we to the Reeve? It sounds like we haven't really closed in substantially since we, like, walked into the room, so. I'm figuring that you're pretty much at the door to the room. It's a pretty big room, too. So I'm figuring you're about medium range-ish. Okay. thank you. So we're not using either of our abilities yet, Brent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I, I suspected that was going to be the case, but I wanted to verify. Actually, I guess... I guess I actually could try Ward's Foresight. It's just not likely to work. Let's see what, let's just do this for fun. While the guards are thinking, Cash stares into the middle distance. Uh, oh! I mean, you did get two light side. Yeah, I rolled two light side pips and a dark side pip. Well, it's oh, one shoot. pip to activate it, which its default range is short range. I couldn't remember if it was short or engaged. Mm. And I do have the range upgrade, so I'm going to spend the second light side pip to increase it out to medium and try to see what Markov is likely to do in the near future. Which of us does Cash see being murdered? <laughs> With a lightsaber, I assume. Probably not Skip. I mean, hopefully not a lightsaber. Uh, I don't think I have anything useful in my force thing yet. But yours would be useful. You took Alter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd usually like talk to the person that wrote it or something at some point to get a little bit more of a uh, rundown. Yep. On a... Yeah, I hear they're pretty hard to get a hold of, though. Oh, wait. I think I have an in. <laughs> That's probably good. 
All right. So you're using Ward's Foresight, getting out to medium range with it. You're seeing Markov is in the middle of a fight. There is Kesh and Markov are staffed to sword, and it's the black sword from the vision y'all had several episodes ago. Mm-hmm. The two are sparring. It looks like Skip is surrounded by guardians. Koba has their revolver out. The two vibro rings, one is embedded in Markov. The other one is at the ground near Markov's feet. Hillary can't be seen. And Kesh is looking pretty cut up. You can hear more guardians pounding at the door to this place. Off to the side, you can see the side door bulging from them trying to get through what seems to be a barred door. Markov is there with just a blind rage in his now yellow eyes that are bloodshot. Gross. As he's just staring into Kesh's eyes, pulling his hand back, and that's where the vision cuts out. I think... Back in the the present, we see Kesh's eyes open up again, going from sort of the camera view on her her eyes and you know him looking at her eyes in the vision, then cuts back to her in the present, and we see her look at the side door where she had seen bulging in the the vision, and then back to Markov. At which point, Markov is actually going to laugh, like just loud. <laughs> Ah, so the rumors of you are true. And uh, from what I gather, what you have seen might not be quite to your liking. The future can be changed, Markov. Yeah, that it can. Last chance, Guardians. (laughs) I actually want to get a leadership check off of Hillary to start off. Okay. And that will be going up against two purple. Because I'm essentially doing this as two... S- Hillary's doing their speech, and then I'm going to have Markov do his command. All right. I would like to go ahead and use a light side point, my friends. Since you know I brought him to the table and all. You know, not to be selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be two yellow, two green, two purple. Well... I succeeded with one success. So that's a thing. I'm figuring that considering there is a huge amount of cancellation to that, they're starting to inch towards the door. They're engaged with Markov right now. They're slightly worried that he's just going to decapitate one of them. Or at least that's kind of what it's looking like. They're sort of edging away and getting ready to bolt for the door. Your words are overcoming that. Markov is just going to look at them. Hand still behind his back, smiling at this whole thing. I have led you through the last 20 years. You have joined the ranks here, and we have overcome so many issues with Quilas. We have stopped the fighting. We have given a single coherent vision to here and you are 
going to abandon all of this because you're afraid? No. We shall stay here and we shall fight for what is ours. And we shall hand these to the Empire. For they know how to deal with people like them. Okay. Before Ben makes the leader command, leadership role for Markov, mm -hmm. in response to, to Markov saying that they have overcome so much and they have solved the problems and given a coherent path, Hillary will take another several steps forward. You know, it doesn't get him very far because he's kind of small. But you want to unite them or claim that you have. What do you think they'll say when they realize or find out there are new leaders amongst their people? Two leaders, one from each family, working together as one to bring everyone back as a family. The Helshar, the Tumris, they have been united. You will hear them behind us. They are coming to take what is theirs. And theirs is the tree, Markov. Yours is elsewhere. Patherin and Alina will forge the new path together. And you can help. All right. You know, I'll give you an upgrade for that to his difficulty. Or would you prefer setbacks? I would prefer an upgrade because, you know, right. pretend that I have a chance at that sweet, sweet despair. I mean, fair. Very fair. And since there's only one light side left, I'm not comfortable flipping no, it in this context. Totally. Though, now that you mention it, and also this does feel somewhat important, I will flip back. That sounds fair. All right. And which actually does... Wow. Technically, Hillary and Markov do have the same uh, leadership stats. Oh my gosh. Wow, that did not oh go my gosh. his way. <laughs> okay. okay. How about, well, um, mm, yeah, because you, you flipped beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm a little worried. This um, is the uh, this is the Matu problem. If, uh, if Markov yeah. hadn't flipped beforehand, Markov could flip now to potentially use the, the light side point, but. So that our listeners can understand what we're talking about. I had increased. Uh, I had flipped a dark side point, which yeah, I probably shouldn't have. Got one failure, two advantage, one light side, one dark side. And if I had not flipped, I could have flipped and succeeded. Because I can add successes or advantage based on the roll. So, what that's going to do is, the four of them are going to now bolt. They're going to bolt, but th there are two advantage to that. I am thinking, as they're running out, they're going to be yelling out that there are intruders in with Markov. Run for your lives. They're going to kill us all. When did I say that? <laughs> Cash. Hey, I've only threatened to kill one person here. Um, yo, can I use my sense power to to commit a die now before things get bad? Yes. Cool. Yes, you can. I think we're uh, <laughs> we're staring each, you know, uh, Murkov down, 
maybe a little bit of that um high noon music plays in the background <laughs> and uh who's gonna take the first move we aren't actually in structured time yet no one has actually decided to strike out at each other i'm kind of wanting to toss in a tiny bit ahead it's like okay run run you cowards See what someone who is trained can do with these. With this, Markov's moving up to about short range, still probably short range from Hillary. The doors into the place are all bouncing open. Markov is striding. He is not concerned about the four of you. The four of you have come here. I would hazard, based on what my guardians have told me, that you are here on the trail of Soldier Award. And you have some interesting ideas about him and what he was. For I did know him. And he is exactly the sort who will abandon those who he has sworn to protect. Something that I never have. And yet, you think you can pass judgment on me. Hillary, can I kill him now? I don't think we're going to have a choice but to fight him. Though, I feel it should be mentioned that Ward died. He could not come back for you. Ah, that is what you think. I just don't understand. He's so nice. <laughs> Bitterness can do dark things to a soul skip. Pray you never learn it personally. As you start hearing the sounds of approaching footsteps that we're going to drop into structured time. Okay. This just feels like cool to me. Unfortunately, it does. I have five dice for vigilance, but only <laughs> two for cool. And they're not even five dice for vigilance. Yeah. Two yellow, two green and a boost because of uncanny reactions. I don't remember how to roll initiative anymore. Yeah, we haven't done a fight yeah. in a while. Oh, oh, I forgot the PC. Have we done a... Yeah, yeah we did a fight against a bear still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I, I fought in, in Cashelon. Yeah. I mean, he's not bad. Oh, and he is a nemesis. Sure. Yep. Which does what? Okay, so with a nemesis, especially for big boss nemesis like this, I am... Ooh, someone beat him with advantage. Sweet. The hilarious part is that it was wonderful Lord Ulrich. So with a nemesis, like with a pirate queen and a few others, there's an optional rule that I like using for them where they also go at the end of the round. Pretty much to show how badass they are. Yeah, on one hand, I really support that because it's cool uh, and, and ups the ante. But on the other hand, I'm a little worried. Well. I mean, it's one person fighting and one of y'all get to go <laughs> first. I mean, the last time we fought a, ne a nemesis like that, nothing bad happened. I mean, no one lost an arm or anything. Right? Yeah, we've always been fighting against nemesis. It's like rivals we have to worry about. <laughs> Which brings our current initiative to one PC, Markov, and then three PCs and Markov. <clears throat> so I'm going to guess, based on personality types, who takes the first initiative slot really comes down to what, whether it's Kasherkova, right? Probably. So 
I know Cash has been talking and wanting to attack this entire time. There's a part of me that feels like it would be kind of narratively appropriate, though, for Silent Koba to all of a sudden throw a Viber ring or something like that. There, there so, have uh, been several so moments during this scene where I was just like, should I just say Koba shoots him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if I can point out, Skip is reckless. And there have also been moments where I'm just like, does Skip just, just, does Skip just shoot hoping that they can knock him out? I don't know. I mean, also. Uh, okay, so. But I, I, I'll, I'll, yeah. do, I'll leave it to, to you Force power might be useful. You're talking to me? Yeah. I mean, mine's not, and I don't really. Th- well, you're committing a force die to yours. Uh, right. But even if I wasn't, neither of my powers are, uh. Things that would super help at this point. I got one that will kind of help in a very brute force fashion. I think Skip I think, has a more. I think it makes more sense one. for it to be Cash though, because Cash just said, "Can we kill him now?" Even though Skip has stuff that you're saying that they can use, Skip doesn't really know how to use them yet. Skip has, you know, sure, not really. Yeah, yeah. I guess I want to make sure that you're, you're not not using it because you don't know what it does or something. Since you had said you weren't really sure. I mean, there is that too, but it's fine. Because I, I can give you the <laughs> the short or, version. Like, it could be sort of a reaction and it being in, like, the second round of combat because... Yeah, I'm, I'm good with not going yeah. yet. I think that Cash makes, okay. makes sense. Okay, then, uh, I actually, I, I think another way to justify it, if Cash goes ahead and takes her shot, that might be Koba being the more cunning one, waiting, knowing she's going to do that, is waiting for her to do that, that way he gets a shot. Yeah, I mean, Koba ultimately, I think, probably is not a draw his gun and shoot this guy just right in the middle of things type. I, I think he's... You're not an Indiana Jones figure? No. S- see, see, if it that weren't tracks. for Hillary or the fact that I, Christine, am on a podcast, Cash is the sort of character who would have walked in and immediately taken a shot at him. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, Ben, what... Nope all is in this room like maybe objects on walls furniture what's around i know where there's at least one silhouette zero option for throwing things i don't want to throw you (laughs) (laughs) especially considering this would actually do damage yeah okay so there is a throne there are like cross duros that are around on the walls but generally, this is actually a pretty Spartan room. What silhouette would the throne be? I think that's a one. Okay. And uh, and what range band is that from Markov? Is that within short range of Markov? This would be a short range of Markov, yes. Okay. And this is well, making me... I mean, it's... A little... No, I'm not going to twist trying to get Perry in there. Fine. Oh, I absolutely think you, uh, you know, the, the, this he absolutely should parry this and do this whole thing. Or yeah, reflect. Okay. No, I'm just, uh, yeah. We, we mean, should absolutely have that moment. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we see then Cash, now that she's been given permission to uh, take her shot, is going to step closer to Markov. Staff held in her cybernetic hand, like the, uh, the space wizard that she denies being. <laughs> and she reaches out with her organic hand towards the throne and starts to concentrate. 
and I'm going to attempt to use move on the throne and an attempt to throw it at Markov. This is awesome, by the yeah, way. Okay. I mean, I think we're we're there's a good metaphor obligated here. to make this wordplay function. Okay, so that's just uh, it's all my discipline and light side pips, and uh, we're gonna go from there. What's the worst that could happen? Hey. Uh, I mean, that's okay. not great, but I don't know. Maybe it's fine. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what's my difficulty, Ben? Yeah, I'm not gonna hit him. I mean, there's an outside chance you roll blanks. Uh, what's my difficulty? It then? would be one red, one black. Because he does have one range defense and he is an adversary. Okay. Can can she have aimed? I don't know if I can on this thing. I don't see why you wouldn't be able so. to. It's an attack, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, essentially, you're pulling a throne at yourself. I mean, a, a boost. Uh, I'm still not... Yeah, a boost is not going to make that succeed. I, I still don't, I don't know that she would have either. So, anyway... Uh, so now I remember, because I've, I've never used this thing before, like, ever. <laughs> now that I remember, remembered my difficulty dice, I ended up with one failure and advantage, two light side pips and two dark side pips. So, um, just for the dramatic effect, Ben, I'm still going to spend the light side pips to have lifted the silhouette one throne and thrown it in Markov's direction. I'm just not going <laughs> to hit it was two failures that got rolled. What I'm sort of thinking is you lift it, you throw it at Markov, and it's Markov dodging it that is the cause of you not hitting. Like, that it's actually something from that. And you did get an advantage. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. So I want to, uh, I'm just going to spend that to pass a boost along as I did at least momentarily distract him. That's what I'm going to go yeah, with. Does make sense, yeah. Hold on. I mean, let me double check that chart if I can find it again real quick. I don't think anything will apply here, but yep. Uh, I yeah, that's just what I'm going to do. The the one boost for distraction, and then um, Cash is still standing within short range of Markov, and she'll then take the staff in both hands, ready to defend herself. And that'll be her turn. So Markov thing is okay. Markov is standing pretty much in the center of the four of you. At this point, because he's had to dodge the throne that got thrown at him, <laughs> that's close to rhyming, he's got his sword out. Because it had been at his side, his arms behind him. The sword came out as he dodged, I'm figuring. It's like almost as a reaction to it. He's momentarily looking around. It's like, um, the small one's just a talker. At least that's what he's heard. A good talker, very much apparently. But he sees the one with the vibro rings. He sees the one with the staff. And he sees the one with the long gun. With his guardians abandoning him, just like everyone else has, he's going to take a look. And I think he is going to lunge towards uh, Skip, because I think Skip would be the one closest to the door, too. All right. Going after the wrong target, buddy. For for Skip, Ben, I'm going to go ahead and burn my sense advantage already and give Markov two setback dice to his roll. 
All right. Maybe like as he goes by, Kesh like trips him a bit with the staff or something. <laughs> I don't know. That totally makes sense. And that would totally work. I, I okay. love that. It'll make him regret ignoring me. <laughs> I'll keep throwing things and missing them. <laughs> no, that force power does not go for that. Hillary actually made it so I can't use that force power this round. Shucks. Does Skip have any defense? No. Is anyone using a light side point? Which I can't remember how many we got. I think we have one. No, we might have two. Yep, and then the two setback dice for sense advantage. Yep, I've got that. Which actually makes a lot more sense to use when we're actually in combat, Ben. <laughs> yep. Hmm. All right. So does anyone want to use a destiny point? Yes, no? This call is an attack Ren. against Skip. Yeah. I think it's Ren's call then. <sighs> it's okay. You might just lose another no, line. No, no, I'm okay. I am flipping a dark side point because that feels somewhere in here. He hasn't flipped on this attack. This skill use he hasn't flipped. Yeah, that would just be the one dark side point. There's no force powers that he has that is melee. So, we shall try. Okay, that's a bunch of threat. Wow. Yeah. I I really uh really tripped him up there. <laughs> yeah, actually, it rolling three yellows, one green versus two purple and two setback, getting three success and three setback. For that. <laughs> so, that is doing a grand total of eight damage. Oof. Okay. Cool, cool. From his Cortosis sword. Four soak, so... All right. We're good, we're good. Okay. So yeah, he's, he's coming in, he's slicing at Skip. He's there, he's now right next to Skip, has... I'm not entirely certain what he's bounced off of. I'm thinking, like, clattered along the barrel of Skip's rifle and has hit at Skip's side somewhere. Not deep, but enough to actually draw blood. And does have three setback. Threat. Oh, sorry. He has three threat. Oh, okay. Keep getting that confused. My bad. I thought you were saying I had three setback the next time I get hit, and I was like, okay. Uh, He has three threat on the roll. So he does damage to you, but a lot of threat, which is, I guess, primarily skips to use. Oh, Ooh. um, one uh, one thing you, yeah, please hmm. offer any any sort no, of I, wisdom I, here. Well, I was going to point out one thing that you can do with uh, with threat. Now, now Leslie's suggestion in the the chat is also a option. Uh, the other thing you could do is you could spend two threat for a free maneuver, which could be used for things like getting out of engaged. So you've got a few different options. Yeah, actually. So are we inside the Reeves Manor? Yes, you're actually inside the center of the Reeves Manor. I'm going to toss that back in. Oh, okay, right. I... So right okay. in there, you're in the throne room in there. He's trying to get past Skip into the entry hall. I'm wondering, since this whole place is tree-based, are the walls tree- the tree, or, or is this all 
like this isn't one of those giant orb christmas light things okay okay so like this is a three-story tall ball ornament on a tree okay I was trying to evaluate if there was organic material uh, for me to think about what to do next, but based on that, the answer is no, so I'm going to take Christine's suggestion and... It's all wood. Oh. It is all 100% wood. It's just... Okay, well, I think I still want to jump backwards because that that hurt. (laughs) Good plan. Um, Yeah. And gets rid of what Markov was also trying to do. Oh, prevent me from being able to shoot at range. Yeah. So that's two of the threat, right? And there's one more? Yes. There's two threat for you to do a maneuver to get back, and then one which could give him a strain. Yeah, I'll take that. I've I've just never played with threat that much. (laughs) No, fair enough. And threat, especially one threat, is one of those weird ones. And now we have three PCs. So we have Skip, Hillary, and Koba still to go in this round. Ren, did you have anything you wanted to do like as an immediate result of that attack? I, I suppose it does make sense since... So Skip gets stabbed, Skip kind of jumps backwards, and I suppose this is as good a time as any for, for Skip to kind of... And I know that this isn't like systematically necessarily appropriate, but I feel like maybe almost involuntarily Skip will activate their force powers that they only vaguely were sort of half aware that maybe they had the potential of inside of them or whatever. Brandon's going to give me crap about being a protagonist. <laughs> um, and... Since you did say that there was some tree, and I was led to believe that I can control things that are organic-ish and reshape them, if it makes sense for Skip to activate Alter and sort of, as a reaction, kind of Skip uh, holds their arm up in front of them. And and as they do that, accidentally kind of, uh, you know, shaping some of the, the wood up as a, a slight barrier between them and the Reeve to alter the terrain. Cool. So then a force roll from you. Which I've never done. Okay. Yep. So you roll force dice equal to your force rating, which is probably one, unless you've picked up another. It's just one. So far. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. I have a... Th- it's actually... Uh, because of something that I did, it is actually my, my, my ranks in survival instead. Something like that. Oh, I should have looked is at all this Is that survival beforehand. of the fittest? Something like that? It's like... Mm, um, where's the book? It's right it's, here. It's, it's, right it's here. a talent you've got. Yeah. Uh, my force rating is, is being equal to ranks and survival, of which I have two. So, Skip does also have the control that gives them a an additional option of things to do with pips. Okay, so I'm gonna roll. Not against, not against anything. Okay, nope. weird. This nope, is weird. This is weird. No. 
Well, okay, so here's the thing. Well, okay, <laughs> it is thematically appropriate that you're using this out of fear. Yeah, that's true. All right. I got two dark side points, everyone. Still gonna do it. Still Use gonna them, do gain it. Gain that conflict. Still gonna do it, because Skip is... Skip just got stabbed! Yep. Ow! Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I will. We have to flip I a light side point for that. Mm-hmm. And you suffer one strain for each of those you, you actually use. Suffer one conflict for each of those you actually use. It's up to you if you want to use both of them. You do have a way to use both of them with your power right now. Okay, could you please explain how? This skill doesn't seem to have a multiple points option. So in- you said you have the control version of the power as what well, the control box. That gives you a, a way to spend a second pip. But it's not the left control, it's the right control which makes the terrain... To give all characters within short range the uh, concealment? Yeah. Yep. So if you want to use a second pip, you can use that. Yeah, you know what, sure. You can you can activate both the base power as well as that control so that you not only create difficult terrain, but you also conceal yourself and everybody within short range of you, which is fortunately... Not him anymore. Well, actually, I guess it is him. It's a lot of us, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, so so I'll flip a second light side point to spend spend both? You only have to flip one point no matter how many dark side points you're using. And then I take two strain for using both. Two strain and two conflict. Okay. So, yes, I've done all that. I flipped the light side point. I've taken both strains. So, I guess if I'm going to activate the second control, then fluff-wise... You know, Skip reaches up to put an arm in front of themselves between themselves and the Reeve, but also sort of sucking up some of the wood as a barrier between them. And then to create the concealment mentioned by the the next level, I suppose maybe if it's not too cheesy, like some foliage can kind of spring up out of that wood. Does that make sense? Like... That totally makes sense. Growing leaves yeah. and things and creating kind of a little bit of like foliage chaos in the moment. I have it on pretty good authority that the intent of this power was partially just to be able to describe crazy stuff. Okay. <laughs> it feels really ridiculous, but I, I, yeah. I'm really glad you've got the ear of one of the designers, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. I'm I just going I have an instinct like, for it. Dru- right. Druid chaos here. I yeah, don't know, pretty much. Like Star Wars Poison Ivy, I guess. I don't know, but that's that. That's how I picture it. Everyone is now in 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 leaves and foliage, <laughs> and Skip is Skip perfect. is so confused. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, is everyone else. We're probably all a little baffled. I guess Markov might have seen Alter before, but what's happening? Everyone has like one dice worth of concealment yeah. now, as in high grasses, or the rough equivalent of tree shoots almost literally jumping out of the ground. Like in Fern Gully, when when the, the good tree starts growing over the dead thing. <laughs> I mean, you did also make uh, all-terrain currently within short range of you difficult terrain, so there's that too, yes. Alright. That totally works. <laughs> he would have to spend two maneuvers too close to melee distance to you again, which obviously he can yeah. do, it just means that he has to use two maneuvers and spin strain to do it so that's yeah yeah 
not a trivial That's handy. Yeah. And since a lot most of us are ranged, we don't really care that it's difficult to range because we can just stand where we are. Yeah. All right, time to charge in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's the way you want okay. to live your life, Jeez. and that's all—that's all Skip is going to do because I know I have maneuvers, but Skip is overwhelmed. I think since that just happened, that is totally understandable. Okay, so yeah, it's the end of of your next turn. Cool. Yeah. So now we have a Koba and a Hillary. Koba is going to take a moment to. Try to push one of the leaves out of his face that is now here. Realize that he can only kind of make out where Malkoff is. But he was <laughs> keeping track of him before, so this is probably fine. We'll just level his revolver in the general direction. Actually, hmm, do I want to... I think I had... I think in my brain I had the fiver out. And it does have accurate, so it, it makes a certain amount of sense since Markov has a point of concealment. Yeah. But it's not as, it's not strictly as damaging as the Vibro Ring could potentially be. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. Nah, I guess I gotta, I gotta live the Vibro Ring dream, so. <laughs> He'll just shift his Fiver to his offhand maneuver to draw one of his Vibro Rings. Uh, I, I even I came into this fight with strain, so this is going to be great. But second maneuver to aim and throw. I assume um, is he at short range to Koba because he had moved in? Yeah, I'm going with everyone's at short range right now. I'm going to flip a destiny point if nobody's too sad about that. Okay. Uh, go for it. Well, I'm slightly, but yeah. Huh? I got use those more. Yeah. Uh, yellow, yellow, green, blue for the aim, a setback for the concealment. And it would be a red and a setback for his adversary in defense. And you're not flipping a dark side point to tack on a purple there? Yeah, I think I will. I'll toss. Just because... There's all this tree root that is now sprung up everywhere. Yep, totally. It seems thematic. So I'm flinging yellow, yellow, green, blue versus red, purple, black, black. So the odds are a little bit in my favor. Yaha! Excellent. Whoa. Okay, how do you describe that? Yeah, Koba's just like, excellent. <laughs> oh no, it's like my vision! Yeah, Koba... Right, I guess this uh, this viral bang. Yeah, that, was that, part that of means it. the next one's going to miss. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I got one success and two advantage. Basically, as as Koba determines, I don't know why these plants are here, but they're here, and this is my life now. He flings a vibro ring in the general direction of where uh, Markov was a few moments ago. The vibro ring like sort of whistles through the air, cutting through some of the um, taller stalks of, of new foliage that have appeared and catches, catches Markov pretty good. I hope because if any damage gets through, I am definitely activating crit because <laughs> it crits on a two and I have two advantage. So first things first, that's going to do five damage pierce two. <laughs> okay, you get your crit. Haha! 
And then yes, as long as he takes at least one damage from the hit, I will... uh, You get your pierce in damage. Good. And I will spend the two advantage to crit, because it's a Vibro Ring, and um, Vibro Rings are vicious, so this is a crit plus ten. All right. All right. Crit plus ten. Ah. Ooh. What? Okay, so, um, <laughs> wow. So I rolled, for the crit, a 78. Because I have Vicious 1, I add 10 to that. Because a Fiber Ring is a really nasty piece of kit. Uh, so that gives me an 88, which is compromised. Poor Markov has to increase difficulty of all skill checks by 1 until the end of the encounter. That is... As I assume, the Vibro Ring lodges in some place really painful and is... Like some really useful tendon I, or something. I, I think it was in yeah. his shoulder yeah. in the vision, you know. It, it really, it like, just avoids nicking a major artery, but still lodges pretty good in something important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the two Petkoba probably couldn't see it, per se, but it'll do. He will absolutely be screaming at that. Uh, Kobo will kind of chuckle to himself and... <laughs> Alright, yeah. so that gets us to Hillary. Okay, so Hillary really, really can't see what's going on because Markov was there. Yeah. And then Markov was there. And then a small jungle was there. Yeah. All Hillary knows is Markov seemed to be going for the door. So... He is going to make a break for the door. I will either double move around or parkour through, because I want to slam that door shut and at least make it more difficult for him to get help. Because the terrain would be still all the trees and roots and such. Yeah, so it's difficult. So that means you'd have to take two maneuvers to get through it and then do an action. So it means you're taking two strain, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you can definitely attempt to go through the door. Or to close the door, sorry. To close the door. Attempt? I mean, you are really small. Yes, and you're very old. We know. Yeah, I'm figuring that that would be... Since I've got the two maneuvers to take, I'm going to take them. Okay. He's going to kind of dive in and try and skirt around the outside because he doesn't know where everyone is and he doesn't want to interrupt why ever Markov is screaming in pain. Because as much as he doesn't like listening to people scream in pain, it's probably better that it's Markov and not us. So he he runs around and fights through this like a tiny wilderness explorer, emerging on the other side to the, the I'm guessing, grandiose doors to the throne room and would like to slam them shut. This feels like it should be a athletics check to try and slam them shut. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you guys like failure. I'm figuring that it should be, yeah, an average. I'm flipping a point because I am not tremendously athletic in the mechanical sense. I mean, the good news is that because of the difficult terrain, Markov won't be able to get through the door even if you don't close it in one action, in one turn, sure. rather. We'll see how the roll goes. And Leslie is back, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. In that case, I'm figuring you get, like, one door closed. <laughs> Hillary flips through those leaves, emerges panting in superhero landing, looks up, and looks up, and looks up again at these ginormous doors. Oh, dear. And he goes and he throws his shoulder against one, and it just 
creaks slightly. And he takes a deep breath, and he puts both hands against it, and he pushes, and it's a flat wash. So um, not a lot's going on, but next time I can aim at those doors. Because we're talking doors here. I'm figuring that it's heavy enough for Hillary to move. So yeah, Hillary's not able to get them both closed and get the bar across, but able to at least get one of them closed and start working on the other one. Probably awesome. so, so that the foreseen one other minion group can get through and then door closed bar happens. Okay, so he pushes and you hear boom. And he leans there panting and then looks over at the other door, sitting there, open. I mean, I could be cheap and try and do that. What, throw the boomerang back? (laughs) Okay, that would be more (laughs) awesome, but that would be hilarious, honest. I mean, the maneuver to pull it out and then to throw it. Yeah, I mean, no reason he couldn't. Like, in reality, it's probably a terrible idea, but the game doesn't have rules for that being a terrible idea. I mean, it would be totally metal. Do it. I mean, it was already metal, Christine. It's a vibro ring. They don't make those out of wood or something. Oh. Probably. I guess maybe they do. I don't know. It's Star Wars. Some sort of, like, really weird polymer. Yeah, like ceramics or something, too. Well, and there's, like. Or plastics, yeah. uh, Ironwood or whatever in the Star Wars universe, I think, right? Or something like it. There's some planet has some wood that is like technically wood, but strong as, strong as metal. <laughs> Since this is like Kashyyyk, I'm certain that on this planet there would be some. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's going to be a horrible idea, and it's something that he would do. Since at the moment, it's also getting rid of an annoyance tool. That would be the other part, is taking that... It's an annoyance to him, and then just trying to throw it back at the person who did that to him. Yeah, I mean, if he misses, it just it's now far away from me, and I have to go get it if I want it. Exactly. You would be at short range, mm-hmm. and you'd have concealment. Yep, and I will invoke my once per round for the die I've committed with sense. So you're going to upgrade the difficulty of this check once, because Koba's enhanced force senses make him dodgy. And of course, don't forget he's that uh, Markov is compromised, so your difficulty is increased by one already. So it's going to be yellow, 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 because I used a dark side point myself, Yep. against a red and a purple, and a setback. Uh, correct. And misses getting one advantage. Yep, so that's not enough for it to boomerang back to him either. No, so in that case, it goes slicing through the tree, and he is going to feel at least a bit better about himself for slicing through and recover his strength. Koba feels a slight like tingle in the force and sidesteps just before the uh, vibro ring cuts through where, where some of him might have been a moment ago. <laughs> now, is that something that's going to be ongoing, or is that just one use? I bought one of the abilities in the sense tree is that I can commit one of my force dice, of which I only have one, to have this ability once per round while the die is committed. I don't know that we've talked about what committing force dice is yet, because I don't think in- I don't think we have anybody else is gotten- like thirty second bit on that. So the short version is that while a lot of force powers have you roll dice and do things with pips, some force powers or some uses of force powers let you commit force dice, which means 
you're dedicating them to maintaining an ongoing effect, but as long as they are committed, they cannot be rolled as force die checks. So in my case, since I only have one force die, as long as I maintain this, I can't do anything else force-wise. And it costs an action to commit it in the first place, but once it's done, I can keep it there. So if I were to decide that I wanted to, like, misdirect, I'd have to drop this commit to be able to have a, a die to roll at all. And then it would take me an action to get it back on. I could hypothetically keep this effect on until I went unconscious. <laughs> if I wanted. It would just mean that I don't have any force dice to use for anything else. That brings us to the end of the actual actions. What I'm figuring has happened during the amount of time that all this has been going on. The plants growing up out of the wooden planks. Skip jumping back. Skip getting injured by Markov. Kesh throwing a throne, of all things. Hillary attempting to close the doors. And Koba throwing and hitting with a fibro ring. Doing some pretty nasty damage to Markov. Then, in that amount of time, the ready guards who were there to pretty much try and do what Hillary was doing, but from the other side, are now going to be rushing in and are pretty much standing next to Hillary on the inside of the door. They're going to like step in through the one door that is still open. Because of the plant that is still there, I'm going to go with they don't really see Hillary as they're barging in. So the four of them, poop, 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 in. The last one of them leans back, shutting the door, and the bar on it thuds down with a loud, loud crack. And the four of them are now in there. Well, on one hand, that's what I wanted. But on the other hand, in a very specific way, it is not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Through the tall roots, the Reeve looks at you and you feel the power of his hate swelling. Not just hate for you, but for his own powerlessness in this. How everyone has abandoned him, and seemingly. Coming here was a mistake. I alone am the heir towards legacy. Even if he abandoned me, he owes me that much. I won't let you steal from me. And with a, he's got his sword out pointing at Cash. Well. Where he thinks Cash is. Vaguely at a bunch no, of trees. A, a little to the left. <laughs> no, no, too far, too far. All right. A little so, bit back to the right. Are you taunting the madman? Always. That brings us to the top of round two. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. Why did I forget that I'm next? I don't know. Uh, I'm Ren. Hi, Ren. And you can find me at Atomic Firebird or at Make Believe Info on Twitter. I blame Christine. That's why you forgot. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's all my fault. Uh, speaking of, I'm Christine, and you can find me on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T, H, and Night with a K. Can I pass the blame on to Leslie now? Yeah.
You know, I can accept that blame. Um, okay. I am very distracting over at Leslet GS. Potentially still zero force majeure and flight risk as well, if you're really curious. You're the one with all the podcasts now. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> but it is dabbling, my friend. Filthy casual means that I just stick my toes in and move along. <laughs> Leslie has... Move along home. <laughs> I love that episode so much. <laughs> if you want to talk about the Deep Space Nine episode, move along home with me. Find me on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. <laughs> or I'll also accept on Twitter at Endeavor Show, where I will also talk about move along home. We're starting <laughs> DS9 soon. Yay. Well, then you'll get to move I'm along home pretty Endeavor. soon. It's yeah. like episode 10, I think. I think it's, it's earlier. Yeah, it's really early. It's like four. Anyway, we are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes. And you can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you could really help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to us. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. And you can holocon us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. Meow goes the swoop bike. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us over at patreon.com slash the Hydean Way. Or you can toss a vibrowang at your podcaster so that they can Wait, wait, don't do so that. So they can don't maybe do I don't know, collect collect the insurance money at ko-fi.com slash the Hydean Way. I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, we're getting creds, not vibro rings, right? There shouldn't be insurance schemes. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. So every time we lose a vibro ring, are the listeners paying for it? Is that what's happening here, Koba? Well, I haven't lost any vibro rings yet, so I don't know. I, I don't know. Now I'm beginning to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't look like we've lost any vibro rings because Koba has access to the Kofi and thereby can purchase new <laughs> yeah. ones. Actually, I will point out you technically did lose a vibro ring. I just found it. And used it twice before I got came back to you. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how vibro rings work. You throw them and they come back. You okay. do always come back, vibro. It takes a long time sometimes, <laughs> but like. Ah, uh, yes. I remember the entire reason why these things go on so long. Is I can't <laughs> stop laughing. Well, I didn't want anyone to have the impression that Skip was like one of those, you know, druids that's a vegetarian or whatever. Here's the thing. Cash had that impression. I figured. Yeah, so like really her uh, her esteem of Skip is going up uh with every every episode. Well, when I made the character, I decided, yeah, I had ranged heavy because hunting rifles, that's, you know, mm. makes, that makes sense as you Survived yeah. a specific way in the wild. That mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. Right. I mean, everybody else knew. Kesh was just... Yeah, I mean, Koba took Skip along on a combat mission. Well, I, you to know... To everyone's amazement. Well, to Kesh's amazement. Well, from anyway. Kesh's perspective, you know, we have to do something with Skip. <laughs> and <laughs> that just seemed like, all right, well, Koba, you know, he took this blaster bolt. We'll take the next one. And then turned out Skip's useful. So, you know what? Uh... <laughs> Actually, you know what makes this perfect? Because Skip just recently realized that Kesh could use the Force. So really, <laughs> the so two of them didn't pay attention to each other for a while. I really have no idea why Kesh likes Hillary then, because Hillary can't fight with, you know, 
much. Yeah, but he's a he's yeah, a but good. Skip's fuck. annoying, and so you, <laughs> you need to balance out the annoying by being useful. I mean, I'm really, I knew what I was doing when I built this character. Judging by the amount of of attention Kesh seems to be paying to the other party members, Kesh might think. Hillary can do a lot of fighting and she just doesn't ever see it. <laughs> Actually, last episode, she did hand Hillary a weapon thinking that he was going to join in. So maybe that is mm-hmm. the case. That would explain a lot. By the way, you audience, mean that, that weapon sitting on the counter in the room that we left? <laughs> yep. Yeah, if we flash back <laughs> By the way, to like, when they first met, we discover... I'll get the Destiny pull in at some point. Yeah, not right now, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're... Yeah, we're gonna have to get going at some point, though. Flashing back to when <laughs> they first met, we find into that a flashback? Cash and Hillary's relationship has just been a long series of incidents in which Cash has left Hillary in a room with a weapon and then come back later, and there's a lot of dead bodies in that room, and Cash just draws the <laughs> logical conclusion. <laughs> I-, I mean, they didn't meet during a fight. But anyway. Yeah, we met at a barroom brawl. It's it's a barroom blitz. 